previously on Godcast. I, I, I get an option. I, I need to bring my mic really close for this. See, man, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> you know what they should uh, they should remake. Happy Tree Friends for the Xbox Live Arcade. That's not, that's not Sega, but that would be kind of funny. Right. But let's just try and get back on topic here. But Sega yeah. Bass Fishing. Sorry. <laughs> 4K fishing rods. 4K. Skyrim through that cave! <laughs> Skyrim for everybody! Skyrim for everybody! Let's go, everybody! Hashtag oh Skyrim God. for everybody. <laughs> Skyrim for Skyrim everyone. For all. <laughs> rated E for everyone. No, rated KA for everyone. For kids and through adults. <laughs> rated B for Babby. <laughs> Boy, Babby's gonna be having fun with this game. Buy a Buy a Pokemon Go in real life. <laughs> Pikachu! And this will be the time in which you can actually get T-Mobile servers in Nebraska. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> 5G in Nebraska. Woo! <laughs> and, uh... Exactly. You know. Please <laughs> you, Cletus. <laughs> Go on the farm. <laughs> Look at this photograph. Look at this photograph. <laughs> We're gonna take that chibi. My Tesla Chevy, director of the autopilot, soft beer. We're gonna go to the autopilot. Go, go, go. We're gonna go to the Tesla. Go down to the Chewbacca. Gonna have me some, some beer. Gonna vote for. <laughs> Gonna fall around this, this, this is an alpaca. Notice how the, the head is a little smaller. And I'm, that's made to be cute, not like, you know. I love sheep, and I love alpacas. <laughs> Consider this a hybrid if you're gonna bitch about it. Okay. It's gonna be uh, androgynous between an alpaca and a sheep and a llama. Officially known as an alpaca. By birth. But not by choice. Also, fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, um. Uh. Also, um, I did this. 
Bueno, pues Pascal, ¿por qué? My name is Todd Howard. Let's play Skyrim. Let's play Skyrim on our on our OVS uh, Tesla Tesla car. New Apple cars. Let's play Skyrim on the Apple car. It's a feature. Buy it now for five hundred dollars. <laughs> and buy the ultimate edition, and you get to own it on the uh, uh, Xbox again. <laughs> Game Pass, let's go. Um, you get to own it on Game Pass, even though it's a subscription. <laughs> now get ready for the time of your life, because you are now watching Godcast. Everybody, welcome to Godcast, the show where Megalovania is the unofficial theme song for the show. I'm your host, Hydrowave99, and I'm joined here today with Flip Alpaca. How are you all today? I'm good. Every all of myself. <laughs> right. Even, so, even the crazy personality. Right. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's been a day. I uh, decided, oh, hey, well, like, I'm going to start. Uh, I woke up with a splitting headache, and it persisted throughout the day, and then I um, went shopping, and my car was fucking filled to the brim. So, that's how I'm doing. There we go. Okay. As for myself, my weekend was pretty good so far, you know. Got out of work early today and hung out with a friend, and here we are. Recording another episode of Godcast, because that's what the two of us do best here. I guess so. Mm -hmm. I also went home and ate chicken nuggets. There we go. That works, too. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. No worries. So, um, yeah. Anything else? Why is my head like that? Uh, anyways, anything else new with the alpaca or anything besides all that? Uh, not that I know of. Um, one second, let me brace myself. All right. Uh, no. Except I might actually try to do. YouTube stuff that isn't like, eh, you know, on my own, like a separate any sort of thing. Nice. So, yes. So that's a thing I could do. Probably. Yeah. So everyone will make sure to plug Fluff Alpaca's channel in the description of this, you know, podcast episode. Sorry. So hopefully. <laughs> I'm, that still, 
slob and jitters from episode 17. What? Like, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, episode 17 was also a very good episode. So if you guys haven't seen episode 17, go check that out. Link to that in the description of the YouTube version, at least. The podcast version, I don't know how I'm going to pull that one off. But at least just check out episode 17 in general. I don't know if I'm going to link it or not, who knows. But just check episode 17 out. It was a fun episode, especially the later half. Later half was amazing. Oh, go, go. Sorry. <laughs> it sounds like a goofy, actually, I think. Go, go, go. And plenty of Herbert, 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 Herbert. What? Look at this photograph. You're making a drum solo that doesn't exist. How are you? I think you did something like that last time. You, you did some weird, like, rhythm. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But, All I know is that I did, like, a... Anyways, I don't know. Noise like of that. likes to nullify a chunk of that, but that's okay. Yeah. Anyway. That was the worst part. You didn't get to hear me scream in full redneck glory because it got captured as, like, car whooshing. <laughs> something yeah alright so I don't know well shall we get on with the major update for today that's gonna shake up the entire future of this entire series uh that's up to you right it's, it's gonna be uh difficult to, for me to talk about it you know right uh it's, you know... Very, Do you want to... Yeah, it's going to be a very big one, but I'm going to try to sum it up the best I can. So, pretty much, Ghost Brother Game had a very different vision for this show compared to the two of us, and he left because of clashing visions. And we wish him the best of luck in all his future adventures and whatnot on YouTube and Twitch and every avenue he goes after. And we hope he does the best he does. Yeah. And that's, I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't want to get into it because it just seems like a, uh, I don't know. No. I don't want to get into it because it it's such a you know it's like yeah it was not a fun time trying to you know try and do talk with them over it but it just something never worked out and now it's a duo show to have a trio show yeah and honestly i just feel like if i i don't want to be put in a difficult position when it comes to like hydro here versus you know the other host and uh yeah i don't want to get in the middle of it or be too much of like one-sided in a sense because they're both my friends like as an actual like general sort of like to the audience both of these people are my friends 
you know, and I, I don't, I hate this rift, but it's just not everybody is gonna like, not everybody's gonna get along and everyone's gonna see some side of people that aren't what they want to see and uh, a few other things, you know, like, I just, I do hope that one day we can all be a trio, but for now it's like, I'll just let the tide pass for me at least. Oh, absolutely. Like for myself, like Ghostweather game is my cousin and I deeply care for him. And as we said, just, we just differ in how we visioned the show going and, and now there's a rift between the two of us. And if he decides to come back, we will welcome him back on. But until then, you know, we're just going to be in this little bit of a uneasy path going forward. I'll just put it that way. I guess so. I don't want to get in the middle of it too much because... Even though, yeah, now at this point, I'm basically fence-sitting on who is who. Like, uh, everyone has flaws, you know, for me, you know? And it's it's not going to be something that I look back on and be like, yeah, that guy was, you know, at this. I'm just going to think of, like, you know, what caused this, you know? Mm. Like, I, I, I hate being super vengeful or hateful, you know, or just believing that it's always out to get me sort of thing, you know, whatever. But right. I don't want to lose friends over this, you know. And I hope one so. day that myself and Ghost Weather Game can reunite and talk as friends again. That's all I hope. Certainly. That's the most important thing that I want most. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. like like I like like we said last week, we are not going to record on November 20th. Do so that we can rest up and you know, reflect on ourselves and all whatever way we said last time. Yeah, it was supposed to be for you know, it's it's more of just like uh, I don't know memento mori I guess yeah know that nobody is permanent or something you know mm-hmm. exactly so just a couple of other updates before I move on to the main flow of the show and the first thing I want to talk about today is the fact that Konami decided to pull some Metal Gear Solid games off of digital stores. Oh, actually, that's really sad. I fucking hate that. God damn it, Konami. But since since one of they've been, you know, since one of they cared about, uh, I don't know. I saw I saw a comment that kind of just mentioned that when I was looking at that, and I was like, oh, okay, please. All right. 
I saw a comment and it was like, since when the when did Konami care, you know, about their uh uh about personal, you know, I don't fucking know. I think it was a burn at them, you know, kicking David Hayter and Kojima out. Mm. Well, not only that, um, if you look at the article here, it says it was working on renewing the licenses for select historical archive footage used in-game. I do know about that, but it's just like, I think that they could have done this a long time ago. Um, or understood that this is a thing that, you know. I don't know, it's just like, ugh. And I don't hate Konami, but... I mean, actually, I don't know. This is very vicious. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, it even talks about like that sort of thing when that when games that expired licenses happen. Like you remember, uh, what was it? I think it was. Uh, was it Driver 2 or Driver... No, it was something... It was a sequel to something, and it had expired licenses for, I think, musical tracks as well. A similar th thing happened. Right, some of the rock band games, I know specific, or racing games even, they'll have, like... Yeah. Racing games in particular have a common thing of delisting because they use licensed cars. Oh, I see. And then because of the licenses on the cars... If they expire and naturally the games are you know being phased out, they're they're going to get delisted. This happened before the Motorsport Seven, actually, which is believe it or yeah, not, certainly. The, most, the most recent entry of the Forza Motorsport series, not the Horizon series, because Forza Horizon Five just came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but oh no, I know about that. <laughs> now it's saying that the, that, the, that the products here that will temporarily be removed are. The PlayStation 3 versions of Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, Metal Gear Solid HD, Metal Gear Solid 2, and I guess and now we're in the PS Vita versions. So there's the PS Vita versions of Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, Metal Gear Solid HD. On PlayStation Now, they have a Metal Gear Solid HD collection. And on Xbox 360, they're delisting the Metal Gear Solid HD edition for 2 and 3. The, the snake, the Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3D on the 3DS is also getting delisted. Metal Gear Solid, oh, shit. Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance is also getting delisted from GOG.com, and the Nvidia Shield versions of Metal Gear Solid 2 HD and Metal Gear Solid 3 HD are being delisted from the Nvidia Shield. Mm. So all these different games and the versions for these games are being delisted. Yeah, they're going to get tempered. They, they say on Konami's site, temporarily removed. But they're saying that these games will be pulled from digital storefronts globally starting from November 8, 2021. So in other words, there's probably a couple of these games that already have been delisted at, by this point. Yeah. So that's something that's not to think about this was starting this week mm -hmm. and many of so for many of the fans of like metal gear solid who wanted to catch up on some of the series be it to get to five or 
just want to relive some of these classic games. It's a shame to see these be all be delisted across these various platforms. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I mean, thankfully, if you still have one, you can hook up a PlayStation 2 and play, you know, you can play 2 and 3, but you can't purchase them until they either renew the license or, I don't know, edit it and release a patch that doesn't have it. I don't know. That would actually kind of scum me, I feel. And granted, a lot of these games that they mentioned here look like they have physical editions of these games anyway, so if you can happen to find a physical version of these versions, you should be good to go. But the catch is, is that you'll want to make sure that you know, you get whatever patches are there, may need to get patched, or whatever the case may be. I guess so. Mm. I mean, it depends. I can't remember if there was like a bug in, in the game that they had the patch. I can't remember. But uh, I do know in Sons of Liberty, um, there was uh, there was a uh, what was it? There's a re-release that had additional content. It was basically DLC before DLC. So, right. I do know <laughs> you, you could play as. Sorry, you could play as Snake and Ride and um, skateboarding. I don't know. All right. I that do... sounds hilarious, but good. Sorry. I was gonna say. I don't know. If this is just the fact of something, but I do know that knows that Metal Gear Solid Four is now listed mm-hmm. on here. So unless either A, it probably aren't delisted, or B, it's just not getting delisted at this time, which I prefer it being B. Because the thing is that Metal Gear Solid 4 still hasn't been ported outside of the PlayStation 3 yet. Oh, I had no idea about that. Yeah, you can't. Really? Yeah, you can't play Metal Gear Solid 4 unless you have a PlayStation 3. What the fuck? Really? Why? They haven't even ported it at all, period. It's not even backwards compatible on the PlayStation 4 or 5 because, well, they never bothered making the PlayStation 3 compatible the PlayStation 4, so there's no way for that game to continue forward. Jesus. Because, so, um... So, therefore, if Metal Gear's... So, when the PlayStation Store gets delisted, you're going to have a hard time getting Metal Gear Solid 4. Um, well, luckily it hasn't been delisted yet, but, uh, uh, wow, that's actually a surprise to me. Yeah, it's not, like, yeah, that game's not even on PC, it's purely on PlayStation 3. Yeah. Wow. Because, like, I know the ending is very powerful, you know, at least, you know, a little bit, you know, uh, somber and wow most people haven't even been been able to experience it that's fucked really you know Mm. anyways yeah uh, anything else you want to say about this before i move on uh not truly it's just that um i hope this gets sorted out and they're not just you know uh doing something else with it and saying it was licensing and then we find the uh, 
an update later on that says, by the way, we made Snake voiced by uh, the new guy <laughs> or something. Just don't pull off a GTA Definitive Edition trilogy thing because that whole thing is a whole fiasco in its own right. We're, it's not a main topic we're talking about this week, but my God, from what I've seen of that game, it's just frame rate issues, fog issues. Graphical. I'll tell you all about it when it comes around. <laughs> mm, believe me, it's it's a mess. Like you can find plenty of other content creators making news on that, but we're just trying to be different and not cover that this week because it's just a whole fiasco and a mess. Certainly, it's mostly just like, um, it, it's just a travesty. Honestly, they they pulled the whole sales thing, and then you know, uh, you buy it. It's not available. And they pull the originals. They're not available anymore for ever. <laughs> Digitally. Well, I guess in that case, then, since we're already moving on a GTA trilogy, we might as well oh. just move up over to that real quick because... Oh, no, no, no. We don't have to. I'm no, just saying. I know. I know we don't have to, but... We're already in the flow of it anyway, so we already got it in our mind. We'll just get all of our thoughts on this mess right out the door here. So pretty much we have an article here in which that the GTA trilogy has been unavailable on PC for over a day. And they're saying that Rockstar's ain't removing files unintentionally included in these versions. No. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of... Kind of sketchy. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like saying how the Rockstar game launcher went down for maintenance on Thursday, making the remastered trilogy unplayable, but also rendered Rockstar's entire lineup of games, its store, downloads, and cloud system unusable for over a day. Rockstar finally restored the service to its game launcher and whatever overnight. So... It's just like you couldn't even play the trilogy for a while, and that's like the definitive edition, which is supposed to have like the best graphics out there. But some of the visual effects I've seen on like Twitter and stuff have made it look terrible at times. Yeah, um, there was um, one like the, there was a bunch of like they're actually hilarious how how it was done. Um, there was a uh, one, one of the Grove Street gang members had like a uh, almost like a like a, a sports team sort of uh, like it was a green sh uh, shirt. If you look really closely, you can see a seven that is painted in the same sort of green, but you can see the outline shadow and you can see a but in the foreground, there's a there's a giant red nine over it. But you can still see the seven and the shadow being cast from the seven. And one of the characters in the game looks like a troll's doll. Mm. And oh my god, they, like, oh, they, they do not look human. The first, Tommy Versetti, the main character, they put much more pride into how he looked in his animation. But compared to the rest of the game, this is not a remake or a remaster. This is like a port that this is a 60 FPS 
patch port that you have to pay for for all the games. Mm-hmm. And the worst I part, swear. and the worst part too, is that if you're on Switch, this is the only way you're playing this version of the game because if you're, if you're especially being a Nintendo fan and you just want to play these games for the first time, and you've stuck with Nintendo only, this trilogy is all way you're ever going to be able to play this thing. Oh yeah, until they fix it, of yeah. course, but. I mean, Jeez. some of the environments I've seen, like, besides building, if you go, like, woods and stuff, do look pretty good. The problem is just that there's no fog. No fog. The problem, the real problem, though, is that how is this not running above 30 in some areas on modern modern hardware? Yeah. Now, we do have to <laughs> note that this is being done by Rockstar Dundee and not by the main Rockstar team itself. Well, you you think that a a play uh, a dev team called Grove Street Games would put a lot more pride into uh, you know at least San Andreas? Yeah, <laughs> but, sure, but you know, yeah. Um, do we have anything else to say before we just keep roasting on Rockstar Games? Well, the trilogy. Uh, I was just wondering how how good it would run on like a Steam Deck because I know they're uh, being delayed by two months, right? Oh yes, oh yes. Uh, let's just go ahead and talk about that too because that was going to be the second article we were going to talk about today. Man, you've been on point with Segway so far. Oh my god! It's like a monster. No, sorry. It's a Linus Tech Tips uh, joke. That's fine. So, yeah. So, in other words, launch of the Steam Deck is going to be delayed by two months. And Valve says they are sorry about this. They tried the best they could around the global supply chain issues. But due to material shortages, components aren't reaching to their manufacturing facilities in time for us to meet their initial launch dates. And they're saying it's going to start shipping to customers in February 2022. And it's going to be the new start date of the reservation queue. So, in other words, they just haven't had a chance. The to... RTX 3080 tie. Sorry. Oh my god. It's basically what... that. Oh my god. What if someone actually managed to get a freaking RTX 3080 Ti before a Steam Deck? Like, what if there were more of those graphics cards than this freaking handheld? That actually could be kind of hilarious. I would. I would laugh. I know these things are gonna get scalped to hell, but I would be. I would be like cuckoo if these were. <laughs> Fuck! I would go cuckoo if these fucking things got out like like after the RTX cards are actually available. Like Jesus. Yeah, like, would you go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs sort of crazy for it? Um. No, 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 but you got any Reese's Puffs? That works, too. Uh, I'll ship you a I box. mean, they're I'll, just... I'll ship you a box of UPS. How about that? Okay, sure. That works. Um. Too. I mean... I also like Wheaties Puffs. That also works. We'll ship a box up to you, too. There you go. Okay. We got any uh, Diet Mountain Dew Code Red? 
Um, I wish that was more common. <laughs> okay. Um, well, if I did see it, I'd ship you one. I work at a grocery market, so. Okay. Um. Um. What about uh? What What about a parachute? Oh my god! I I just have to find one off of Amazon for you, or see if my Walmart that's right across the street has one. Anyways, everybody, our next topic for today is going to be that a certain fighting game of the year is getting delisted. Wait, I think oh, wait. Wait, Jump Force is an anime I said Parachute because I thought we were going to segue into like a military game or something. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, I was just thinking. Great. I was just thinking we were just joking about parachutes and just random buying stuff. Really, it it went directly over my head that John Force was a. What the fuck is wrong with me? Um. Okay. Yeah. So Jump Force is gonna be delisted on February seventh of twenty twenty two. And online servers will go down on April, on August twenty fourth. So by August of next year, you won't be able to play online for this game. It'll only be single player. That's the crazy thing. This uh, thing actually got nominated for Fighting Game of the Year at one point. The the thing though is that um. Why did it go down again? Why is it like, being delisted? Yeah. It's because I believe there's a lot of licensed characters they have in this game. Like, it's Goku, and you have Goku, and oh. Luffy, and Naruto. I see now. And Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Jojo Bizarre Adventure. It's literally just the same thing we were just talking about. Except uh, with licenses, except uh, with with Metal Metal Gear, um, except its actual characters from different licensees, mm. I guess. Yeah, I think this one's going to be even harder to get back up at all because of how many licenses are. In fact, when Smash, I have a feeling that when Smash Brothers Ultimate get delisted, that's going to be a nightmare if they ever wanted to get that back up and going. Because my God. Yeah, especially with them bringing Sora in. What if Disney just pulls the rug? Yeah, you know? that's a nightmare. <laughs> or Square Enix, even. You know? Yeah. Or anybody pulling the rug on them. Like, jeez, that would be scary. You know? I mean, that's Smash Brothers, though. The fans would revolt. Mm-hmm. And with what, with some people thinking that's going to be the last Smash Brothers game ever, because... They know that if Sakurai were to make another Smash Brothers game, it's going to have less characters. Yeah. Yeah, less characters. They'll have more fine gameplay, but it'll have less characters. And people yeah, like and their characters. Like, I want to play my Pirate Mithra in Sonic. Yeah. And I wanted to um, down be smashed with Kirby. There you go. And there you go. 
You see, the way I used to play Smash was actually just... I called it a twin fighting twin stick fighting game. I would only like on on brawl. I would I would use the uh, C stick, and I would always use the C stick as like heavy heavy attacks, like charge attacks. Um, oh, the smash! Tech. And I would yeah, I would never hit A or B. I would always use it as like a sort of like you move with one stick and fight with another. <laughs> it worked out for the majority of times, but then people got better at me at it, and then I was just like, I really need to innovate, don't I? Ah, <laughs> uh, believe me, if you ever get a Switch and Smash Ultimate, but before it gets delisted, in like, and who knows how many years, then you're... Uh, sure. Well, Let's play. I, I have a feeling that the, whatever fighters passes are going to have the more complex characters are going to get to listen first before the main game itself. Yeah. I'd assume that they would disable them and replace them with, like, refunds. I don't know. No, they, they, usually when a game gets to listen, you're able to re-download re the game so long as the storefront isn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, I was like, what if they just delist the characters and like, um, we're glad you play you played for, um, object event. Um, we, we're, we're, we're glad that you paid for Sora. Okay. But, hey, hey, hey. We don't want to get sued, so here's your $5 back. Anyway. Sorry. I mean, then again, we have a certain me costume that the two of us want, and what happens if that gets to listen? Um. Wait. Wait. Wow. There you go. No, I'm not providing any content unless, you know. I'm not providing any 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 context. Um, just because I don't know. My four out of ten anthem playthrough. Just kidding. It's just Megalovania. It just it's still four out of ten. Not the greatest. Yeah. Four or ten beats per second. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Any other things we want to say about Jump Force or anime characters before we move on to the next topic? Um, renew your licenses, boys and girls. All right, Ben. Renew your. Renew your state license. Renew your driver's license for crying out loud. <laughs> anyway. Ban Amco, if you're hearing this, just renew the licenses for this game. I know it's just an anime game that not many people were fond of, but just renew it. You're a multi-million yeah, multi dollar company. You can do it. Come on. I know you can re renew the license of JoJo and Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean, if, if the Switch can have Twitch on it, then... This is obviously feasible, you know? Yeah, but know that with Twitch on... Which, I think we should probably get to that pretty soon. 
Yes, actually, that is our next topic. Let's go talk about that. Yep. I'll probably download this myself pretty soon because I've heard about this being a thing. Now we can watch uh, uh, Simple Flips in 720p on our Switch. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the, like, Twitch streamers. Four qu- f- Fuck. 4K Moist Critical. Woo! I know, sorry. Woo! Alright, anyways. Um, uh, other than me trying to be a millennial trying to be cool, um... This is Twitch on Nintendo Switch. This was a surprise drop that got released on November 11th. Just a few days ago. This was a surprise drop. Oh, yeah. But the thing with this version of Twitch is that you can't stream from it. It's just content watching. You know, I'm going to be honest. Isn't this like... It's only 31 megabytes. Is it just the web page, but converted to Switch? Or mobile? Well, if you look at the screenshots, it kind of gives you an idea what it is. Yeah, it's really just the mobile version. Or something like that. Not mobile version, but it's it's very much like it. Yeah, they show... Uh, of course, they would show a screenshots of precisely Nintendo games and nothing else. <laughs> Well, you know how, how how it goes. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, I didn't hey. think that Nintendo was gonna get you know Twitch as soon as it, before Netflix because you see Nintendo Switch only has had two media apps before it. They only had Hulu and YouTube. And that I was have YouTube. Yep. They managed to get YouTube before Netflix. I don't get it. Well, that only kind of shows that, you know, um, like having Twitch as a free content sort of platform that you can donate to if you want. I wonder if donations work on this app. That that would be interesting. My kid paid paid uh, this big streamer millions of dollars backed and now we're broke and have to sell the damn house. You know? Anyways, this would be, um, this would be something fun to test because I do have a Switch nearby. I could download it and, t- and see if that actually works. That's up to you, I guess. Um, well, I probably was going to do on it anyways because I do have a Twitch account, but even though I don't really use Twitch too often, it'd just be nice to have. Oh, uh, yeah, certainly. <laughs> um, the only problem is it's one player. What the hell, Nintendo? What, three people can't gather up to the TV and watch Twitch? <laughs> Only one person can't? Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll shut up. Uh, that's a that's a far cry from the creative direction of Twitch, you know? Right? Oh, speaking of creative directors and far cry... Yep. I, I'm grinning really fucking bigly. I look like the happy mouth salesman. Oh, the one from Majora's oh Mask? I, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just like, holy shit, I can do this. Anyway, I don't know. So yeah, so, creative director Dan Hay, is le- who was the creative director for Far Cry, is leaving Ubisoft. And 
he is leaving after he exited the company on November 12th, so yesterday as of this recording. And what he says here is this. After more than this is what Ubisoft says. After more than 10 years at Ubisoft, Dan Hayes announced that he will be pursuing a new chapter in his professional life and he will be leaving for this freaking article will not just bugging out on me. Close. There you go. After more than 10 years at Ubisoft, Dan Hayes announced that he will be pursuing a new chapter in his professional life and he will be leaving on November 12th. Dan has been the executive director of Far Cry and has developed an incredible multidiscipline team to produce what has become one of the most popular games in Ubisoft history. While Dan has not announced where his path is taking him, we are confident that it will offer him the new challenges and experiences he seeks and deserves. We thank Dan for his many contributions over the years and wish him all the best for the future. In the interim, the brand team will be led by Sandra Warren in Montreal, as well as highly capable team of producers and directors, in addition to continuing its collaborations with a number of other studios around the world. And he has seen overseeing the primary Far Cry team for the last half decade, up until his departure. He was working on the next entry in the series, which Ubisoft had to launch as its live service Far Cry, similar to the upcoming Assassin's Creed Infinity. So, pretty much, you probably would want to remember this guy because he probably was involved in your favorite Far Cry game, which is Far Cry 4. Yeah, more than more than likely. Um, but he definitely, like, uh, so, creative director, let me just look up what they do before I say that he's the reason why the grappling hook exists. <laughs> but, uh, Come up with the overall idea. Coordinate with their team. Speak with any relevant. You get what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's the one that came up with at least like, spearheaded many ideas. Like if I, I see. So while he may be the person that you know may have not came up with the ideas, he at least did come. My ex, like say yes, this is a good idea. So he. Um, acted on ideas that seemed like the best option. Pretty much. I see. Amazing, because like, oh yeah, the ability to shoot from your car was not present in 3. The grappling hook was not present in 3. Um, that, am I saying president? Don't, I mean to say present. I'm sorry. Um, president Alpaca 2024. Thank you very much. Was, sorry. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny is I said that this setup I got with like the mics, it makes me look like a politician. And I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of afraid it does. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you very much. Sorry. Uh but yeah, no, he probably um, he probably was the reason why a lot of the because uh, I, I like for me, Far Cry Four has this like flow to it that a lot of things happen in a short time if you just play the campaign, you know, and I, I've I've re I really love like the design of the Far Cry games at least for me. Um, I like the idea of a pr protagonist that is stuck in a foreign land, 
and learns to adapt to that foreign land. And, you know, for four, it's, you know, homecoming in a way, but a home that you don't recognize because you've only, you know, you were raised in the U.S., but you were born in Kirat. Uh, for three, you know, you get stranded on, on an old Japanese island that is overtaken by pirates and stuff. Stuff like that, you know? And uh, for five, you're supposed to be a deputy, but they kill all communication from outside. And they shoot down every helicopter that tries to enter the valley. And, you know, a few other things, a few other, like the spin-offs and all that, those don't really make sense. They're not supposed to be the main Far Cry thing. Uh, but yeah, I've always loved the Far Cry games themselves. Um, but I'm not going to play 6 until I can either get it for free, uh, for cheap, or just in any way to not support Ubisoft without, you know, torrenting it. Mm -hmm. You know, because I'm not really a torrent sort of, I'm not a piracy sort of advocate. I only dislike the fact that we do have to break this law in order to preserve most of video games history if certain companies don't support you know don't support their old titles <laughs> so what what's up nintendo. nintendo oh yeah i remember we we um <laughs> yeah the whole thing <laughs> I, oh god i thought the way you made it, I thought you said, I thought you were making it seem like you were laughing at something I said that was cringy or something. I was like, oh shit, what did I say? No, 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 I was trying to um, make cough. I was like, Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. <laughs> you know, Game Boy Advance, DS. Yeah, they make Anyways, some um, amazing games, but they don't do very well the retro market because they like to nuke ROM sites. 24-7. Yeah. Even though they pop up like fucking uh, weeds, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, eh, you know. You know how it goes. Right. No, I mean, they do I mean, say... It, it... So, yeah. I was going to say, they do say that the next Far Cry game is actually more of a games-as-a-service sort of style, so it's not going to be, like, the traditional single-player Far Cry. This is going to be more of a live-service Far Cry. Uh, okay, I guess. I don't know. I don't I don't care. I don't really... I always see Far Cry as, like, a single-player game and a multiplayer game second, you know? Mm. So if they're going to do that, eh, it's just going to be another 76 sort of game. Fallout 76 sort of style well, where it's like well it may not even be multiplayer even it'll be a single player game to the service style game where they're just gonna keep adding content to it and just keep uh, well that would keep I'm uh, being a moron it could Sorry. be it could be multiplayer too but it could be they're doing something similar with Assassin's Creed they're doing a live service Assassin's Creed game hmm so uh, okay fun so like kind of like how um dying light has a lot of like events that happen throughout the world as you play it you can discover like oh we're having a meteorite uh thing 
going on this this weekend or something like they how they used to do it i believe so from what from what it, that sounds like it could be that nice yeah like every once in a while they'll update the game and the client will have like uh if, if you go through the world kind of like how fortnite had like aliens or something you know you could get abducted or something i forgot that, that oh, happened yeah. in like one of the older chapters mm-hmm. anyways um i mean as long as you know as long as it doesn't force you to be on the internet 24 7 because a lot of people don't really have a lot of great like you know internet still and you know the fact that you have to have an internet though sometimes it's a bit annoying but spoiler a lot of you it, it, at least force online yeah but at least we're gonna get some support from that from you know uh a certain politician that isn't me oh right yes yes because i'm uh, a certain certain bill that's been passed right yes yeah. Oh, yes. Because Congress okayed a, the $42 billion bill to deploy 100 megabyte per second broadband in unserved areas. So it says here that Biden's historic $65 billion broadband plan approved by Congress. And... Yeah, I guess the internet service providers get more money or something. Uh, that's fine by me, but uh, I don't know. This will be good for our favorite state in Nebraska. Yes. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, this will help with Nebraska and their, uh, their like, dead zones. If you live <laughs> dead smack dab in the middle of it. Um. Oh my god. Yeah, because you could just use T-Mobile's wireless calling and get yourself T-Mobile in Nebraska. Yeah. Um, amazing. Sure. We'll have uh, better internet for, you know, lower price. It's, uh, it's a gr overall great deal over here in Nebraska. Sorry. No, that's sorry. <laughs> no, uh, it's fine. It just means that while Nebraska gets their 100 megabytes per second, this could mean that the East Coast gets their gigabit, e gigabit, the gigabit fiber optic network. Good move to California. <laughs> the lag will anyway. be no more for the East Coasters. <laughs> we'll be able to connect to people from like. All over the world and not feel a thing. <laughs> anyway, sorry. We actually have good Smash Ultimate online because that's all peer to peer. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah down B! <laughs> Anyways, and you, and you two can go in IO matches, matches and actually properly jump up in the air and press down B as Kirby. And, it'll actually and I can properly go into Fortnite, <laughs> drink some chug jugs, and smack some noobs with my Scar H. <laughs> anyway. Epically <laughs> pwned, bro! Anyway. 
Let me go just drink some water because my throat hurts. Just like, yeah, no. So where it's being broken down is that 42.45 billion is going to be used for a broadband equity access and deployment program that will give subsidies to ISPs that build an unserved area. So in other words, they're incentive, they're getting this money to, you know, network providers that actually build in those areas. And another 14. Oh, yeah, because like, sorry, go right ahead. No, you continue, you had a thought. Honestly, like, you know, um, a lot of companies, they have this, like, um, after so many months, they up the price as they should, I guess. And uh, I think this will help improve them and give the, get them out of that sort of hole of having to, like, not scam people, but you know, having to, like, sweeten the deal and then pull the rug, I guess, you know, after a few months. Because um, I noticed mine is like, oh, yeah, pay $35 a month. And then it's like, but, but now you're forcing me to pay 60 now or even triple that, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I hope this would get some people out of holes and it will even allow like anybody to just have the Internet now and not just have to use cellular data all the damn time. That's like 2G after like a few gigabytes, you know? Right. And the next portion is another $14.2 billion is going to go to an affordable connectivity fund that is similar to what happened with the Emergency Broadband Benefit Program. And this is going to make it so subsidies for, will be available for households that are that will be that are for $30 a month instead of original $50. So, not bad there. Another broadband position... Oh, yeah. Yeah, another broadband position gives $2.75 billion for digital equity grants to states to facilitate the adoption of broadband by covered populations in order to provide educational and employment opportunities to those populations. So this seems like what this is going to do. That it's going to give them the states the money so they can get the equipment to then be able to have the speed of internet in like public places like libraries, schools. Oh, yeah. And that's definitely worth it, because, like, I, I mean, I do hope that maybe some of it would go to, like, giving them the means to do it, because if you go on, like, a, a library computer sometimes, you know how slow it is compared to yours. <laughs> yeah. You know? Sometimes I, I, I see that, and I'm like, man, I wish I could donate to the library sometime. Anyways. Yeah, I think with the library computers, too, they just typically are just slower than... They may have good internet, but the computers themselves are just slower. Yeah, that's the actual bottleneck somehow, is like the actual computer. But the internet speed is fine, you could, you know, do anything. Just grab your phone, you can connect to it, and that's probably faster than going to the computer. Oh yeah, certainly. You'd be able to, you know, I swear you'd be able to... It, it would just be more efficient to bring your own laptop at that point, you know? I mean, then again, it's a library, because I know laptops are kind of, like, noisy, because they, you know, you know, but you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah, especially um, if you're a pro gamer, and you need to bring an MSI laptop that's, like, $2,000 with, like, a GTX, like, an RTX 37, like, 3070 or 3080 or something like that, and you can just game on the library computers. There you go. Leech their internet. 
<laughs> you know, that's actually kind of funny. Uh, you could do that. But after a while, the laptop sounds like a freaking uh, jet. So, and you're in a library. <laughs> and even if the library isn't your typical hush, hush sort of thing, be quiet for other people. <laughs> like, they're kind of, they're going to kind of wonder why there's just this dude in the corner with a glowing laptop that sounds like a, a microfan being blasted. <laughs> They're going to kind of be like, mm. Sir, sir, it's been, sir, you've been here for the entire day. <laughs> you know, something like that. Just have them stay. Sir, you've been here. <laughs> yeah, just tell them the South Emily C, man. Oh my God. Yeah, certainly. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, this seems pretty good, you know, but I hope there's nothing, there's no hidden things, I guess, because I know that happens a lot. Um, yeah. I mean, but other than that, hey, this looks, this looks fine. I just hope it's not sugar-coated. Oh, yeah, because there's a couple other minor things here. Like there's like, they say there's also $2 billion for broadband grants and loan tree by the Department of Agriculture. Rules of Utility Service, $2 billion for tri Tribal Broadband Activity Program Grants, and $1 billion for Middle Mile Network Grants, and $600 million for Private Activity Bonds for Broadband Projects. So it looks like it's just, again, just targeting more so the rural areas. And you'll notice that, like, especially $2 billion going toward, like, the Tribal Broadband, so it looks like Native American, it seems like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, certainly. So that would probably help, um, too, but... I'm just saying, like, what if they're like, oh, but guess what? Um, just kidding. It's going to cost ten times more, dude. No, sorry. Something like that. I don't know. What if it's going to cost the amount of the Undertale soundtrack on Steam? Because yeah, I know that he's going to play it again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this son of a bitch. <laughs> You know, if I when I actually make the official theme song for Godcast, I'm gonna see if I can make it a mashup of the Fortnite default dance and Megalovania somehow. It's gonna be hilarious. You could probably get away with parody laws, but I don't know if people will dislike it too much. You know, yeah, we the weirdest mashup of that, and then it'll end up with like a like a progression similar like in your reality or something like that it'll be the ultimate trio of songs to influence one song yeah i mean i know there's no incentive to, to dislike it anymore but you know no maybe not the the last song but definitely those two songs like i the way i construct this hypothetical song would be like it would be like it it'd be an actual mashup but obviously I'd add like, original parts to it to make it more distinct and make it more original. Oh yeah, certainly. Um, that's that's kind of how parody laws work, though. Is like you really have to make it like, yeah, it's a joke, but people are like, well, you could call anything a parody at that point, so they draw a fine line and all that shit. That has a lot of more of a gray area in a sense. That streamer mode on. What the hell? Why is that Discord noise? Oh, sorry about that. Um, all right. Um, 
It's like I mean. Yeah. But I don't know how it actually uh, yeah. format it, but it would be something very distinct because a lot of songs obviously have similar chord progressions in many ways. So it's like if I can like mesh the two in like a really close way that's like not obvious. It's like based off those two songs, then yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's a future project, though, so who knows? Yeah, I mean, we'll have stock. I don't know. We'd probably be rocking stock music for a few up for a while before we then move on to that such an original composition like that. Yeah. Uh, luckily, though, not many people will see how many how how disliked it is, though, because you know the counter, right? Oh, yeah, of course. How could I not forget about this article, too? Ah, uh, yes. A big article, too. Look at that. We're just like episode 17. We're blitzing through these as if they were nothing. Yeah. Actually, it's more. only been an hour. Yeah, we might actually get this done an hour and a half this time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> Anyways. So now, so I'm sure many of you have noticed, especially if you're watching this show on YouTube, that YouTube has been hiding the dislike counts for all videos. Doesn't matter if you're watching this episode of Godcast or you're wanting to watch something high quality like WAN Show on Lion's Tech Tips or Spawncast on Spawn Wave or, you know, like, or like Good Vibes Gaming's tonight's, Today's News Tonight or any other podcast you can think of or any just YouTube video in general. They just no longer show the dislike counts. Oh, no, they don't. Now, they say the button Which, uh, still exists, so you can still dislike a video. It's not going to show how many dislikes there are anymore. So, uh, you know, I do see what they were going for with this, though, right? You know? Hmm. Either. Yeah, I can hear you. I do see what they're going for with this, though, is, um, you know, it was to avoid people seeing that number and being like, well, that number's higher than that. Let's dislike it, and everyone mass dislikes. But I also see the, uh, the, uh, the bad thing about this is that clickbait will become a more easier thing to trick people into watching of. You know? Right. That, because, like, you won't be able to see that this this uh, thing is heavily disliked. And you'll be like, oh, well, hmm, this video is, uh, and then, do-do-do-do-do-do. And then it's Rick Roll or... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Or you can watch Godcast, the Budget Cuts podcast for all your gaming and technology news and watch this as if someone dislikes it, then we're not going to really know it's the exact amount anymore. Oh, well, well, we are, but you as a viewer will never know unless we say it publicly. Mm -hmm. So... Originally, it used to be that we could 
completely censor that and prevent it for to prevent dislikes because like on shorts it was for every short now it's for every youtube video in existence so we can no longer see how many people you know we'll no longer see how many dislikes and it's to prevent targeted harassment but i mean i get it it's just i mean okay but i mean at that point just like don't even have a, a like or dislike counter you know or just do away with the dislike counter i guess because dislikes yeah i get it dislikes in my opinion i don't i don't truly care you know i don't truly care about this not because i'm not a content creator as much as i'd like to be um but because i um it, it shouldn't be a it, dislikes do not provide any feedback as to why it's disliked if you get a comment that says you know that has constructive criticism that is much more pertinent than somebody hitting that dislike button and saying f you and walking off that's all i'm saying you know um because you know um the only way i can see it working is if it's like an actual video that is you know a bad video you know or something that is abusing the terms of service or something that is violating it or hell even just like i said a, uh, a clickbait you know clickbait um that's my that's pretty much my side on this what about you hydro though i don't want to take the spotlight too much oh no no please it's fine i always love hearing another viewpoint but yeah i i just wish that they did keep this honestly because then it actually gives you an idea of like what do people truly think of the video because then like what if you only have the likes and shown then it's like can we really see how many people actually you know don't like the video and this could actually lead to you know all slew of things it, it leaves yeah. a, a not accurate judgment as to how well people actually like a video and they do say in the article here that the google owned brand where that some people use the accounts to make view decisions but it felt secret accounts would help the community at large new and small careers are more often targeted by dislike campaigns youtube said and the test reduced that harassment the move will theoretically create an inclusive and respectful place where video makers both have a better chance to succeed and feel safer. So, while this could potentially help, I just feel like it's not getting an actual judgment as to how well a video is actually being liked by the community. Yeah, same here. And, I mean, dislikes mean nothing. It's just a number at this point. It affects the algorithm as much as a like, I swear. It's interaction by the community, even if it's some, you know, jackass who just doesn't like, you know, just wants to be spiteful, you know? Like, it, it, I mean, it, it has no, it, there's no feedback other than it's a disliked video and no, nobody says anything. It's, you know, for me, I just feel like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, I mean, I get it. I understand that at this point, though, just 
remove the dislikes in general, because only I, you, and every other content creator can only see it on their respective channels, you know? So, uh, that was just my big gripe about it. It's mm. just like, at that point, just remove it. You know, like Instagram, or doesn't Twitter have no dislike button? Like, I Facebook and I forget. I t Facebook doesn't really have a dislike button. They just have a bunch of like other reactions you can do besides like like and shock and love and. Oh yeah, I I remember because like there was like a, a fire emoji that people use for like hate. Yeah, or angry at this. Yeah, sometimes they'll add another emoji. You kind of signal a specific for a particular period. Anyways. Yeah, because like. Feedback, yeah, um, but you know, it's just some people are so like afraid of this when it's it's not a big deal because it never was a big deal except for like the viewer who wanted to see uh, which what was bad to not watch or what was heavily disliked and but then again, there's that hype mentality of following the herd sort of thing, but I mean just like imagine a place you know imagine a place exactly like, I, I would just be afraid of like you know like if, if you can't give like feedback in a in a way that you know because like if somebody's gonna make a change like this and not listen to feedback and not change it back and just say okay we'll leave this as a internal concept for you know our company and not do with it because like some stuff like this is not meant to happen like it's just a an idea like a patent or something and then there's stuff like this where they just go straight ahead and decide oh, well we're gonna do it overnight you know we don't care what you feel you know it's a bad idea yeah or it's a good idea for the greater good um, at least they haven't, like, done some sort of weird, like, crypto thing, I guess, you know? Yes! Like, integrated like, crypto? I don't know. Yes, unlike Discord. Or at least attempted to. Yeah, unlike Discord, <laughs> who had a back away after they hinted at trying to get NFT integration after, you know, backlash. So, pretty much yep. what happened earlier in the week, you know... They were hinting at like the possibility of bit, uh, you know, Ethereum and uh, a couple of their crypto related items being added to Discord, and this caused a lot of backlash. Like it caused quite a backlash. A lot of people were commenting about about it, and then the CEO actually backtracked, and Citron actually added that they appreciate all the protectives. Wait, they appreciate all the perspectives they have been hearing in response to internal concept you have seen in a tweet earlier in the week. And want to clarify, we have no plan to ship it at this time. We're excited about the potential for Web3 technology and the positive ways these communities are coming together in Discord, especially those organized around environmentally friendly, creator-focused projects. However, we also recognize there are some problems we need to work through. For now, we're just focused on protecting users from spam, scams, and fraud. So yeah, uh, I don't know. 
I mean, imagine if we could buy, like, a freaking Ethereum and somehow it got to, like, being one Ethereum is worth, like, 64000 and you sold it. You just made $3,999 and a finger of a snap. Uh, imagine server boosting with Ethereum or Bitcoins or any other cryptocurrency. One. Um, imagine uh, server boosting with, with monkey jizz or something. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> if anyone want to know oh, what's going God. on Monkey Chips, go down the description below or wherever, and we'll have you go to episode 17. Yeah, there's a funny thing at the end where, like, um, so it's it, it's sad for the people that got scammed by it, but there was a scammed cryptocurrency, and I was like, maybe people shouldn't, you know, attempt cryptocurrency stuff if they don't know what it is or if they don't understand it, that this... <sighs> Obviously, a scam. Oh, anyways, uh, back to the main topic, though. <laughs> um, if I can imagine, like the only thing is, I'm afraid because Discord, as it is, if you leave a server or you are banned or kicked from a server, and you've sent messages over there, they don't get deleted. They stay there infinitely, and anyone can just scroll up and find them. They have to search for them, but they can find them. Um, mm -hmm. You know. Um, not even that, but uh, what else is it? Uh, the fa So, if anybody ever joins our Discord and you see two fluff alpacas, one is me, and one is my account that I made on my phone, and then I made it on the computer because I forgot the password, and then I ended up remaking it and I was like, what the hell? There's two of me now? And I'll try to sign into the old account. But what if I use that account for cryptocurrency stuff? Now I can't delete that account. I have to contact Discord and luckily I don't have a reason to right now. But I'd have to contact Discord and get it taken off because you know. Um, I, I've switched my emails. I just have a, a dummy account right next to me. Uh, it, it's always offline. I've, I've tried to contact it and try to log into it with a... I don't know. I. Oh, God, you know? It's like, it's weird, you know? Oh, I hear you. Yeah. It's a whole weird thing with that. Like, imagine being able to store like, your Ethereum wallet just by connecting your Discord to it and then just being able to buy, like you said server boosts or anything you could think about with it or even advertisement boosts for your server which i know it's a little different but there's a whole slew of things are you buying a freaking nitro subscription with ethereum my god oh yeah certainly and then get boosts on top of that which then you can use on servers like oh yeah another like the godcast discord server which you can see down below i don't want to shove it down too much but yeah See if we can get attention on it. On it. Oh yeah. All right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the only thing is, is like I don't know that like. Man. <laughs> Imagine if they allowed you to like, uh, buy like gift cards through Discord or something. I mean, it's or just happens better be, than free, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, unless you're somehow Microsoft and sent out like fifty thousand of them to customers by email. 
Yeah. Who knows? Unfortunately, I was not lucky enough to get one of these things. I've been F5-ing all the damn time. I think it's supposed to... I think what the article said was that... Um, it's a 50,000 random U.S. customers. They got some various amount of gift cards. Some include $100 to the virtual gift... To the Microsoft Store, while others will receive, like, $10 e-cards. And they can receive... Redeem them through, on the Microsoft Store through December 31st. And spend it with a 90-day redemption. So, in other words, you can use this for a whole bunch of things. For us game gamers, we can use it to buy some games and DLC and stuff for the Xbox or PC. Oh, uh, yeah, certainly. Or you can use it to buy, like, the Surface tablets and stuff through the Microsoft Store, too. That's always a valid option. I, I mean, the Surface... Surface... There's a Surface laptop I know that has like a foldable screen. That's a like, a like a really expensive one. I think the Surface Book. That's a really nice one. I would highly recommend checking that one out. Oh yeah, certainly. I've been checking myself, my emails. I haven't gotten anything, rip. so that's unfortunate. Yeah, rip basically. <laughs> uh, nothing in spam. Nothing in like social or categories or like. There's none. And, uh, no semen searching through the mailbox. And by that, I mean the fish creature from. Semen. <laughs> yes. There's no semen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's um, anyways. Inside your spam folder, so that every time you see one, you see them pop out for no reason, and you get the voice of Lena or Nimoy. Nah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I, I have not downloaded Seaman Go featuring Sean Bean. <laughs> uh, what if Sega actually made that? I don't know. I would be mortified. <laughs> it would um, be very similar to how Pikmin, Pikmin Bloom works. You collect them as you walk, roam around the street, and then you raise them and you rename them. Yeah. Uh, imagine, imagine though. Uh, I don't know. Uh, just imagine if, like, the freaking like, oh my god, how do I say this? Like, uh, imagine if Pikmin was like integrated, like, into the newer phones, like the like pixel six or something or like this like um random like uh parody of pokemon go made it into like the like one of the google phones like uh, i don't know what's up <laughs> pokemon go pokemon go in real life <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, double three. Sorry. <laughs> I remember I last know. episode you did a British impersonation of it, and that was freaking hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that was the uh, Super Mario in real life spaghetti uh, kid. Um, yeah. Still... It was actually kind of depressing. Um, uh, that person, she... Um, she took the video down 
and then made a sequel. And it just felt like it, it felt forced almost, you know. It's actually kind of sad. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, then again, you can't really force magic, so. No, and not old school memes mm-hmm. from like years ago. Spaghetti! <laughs> oh, that's going to be Comic Photo Show as well, whenever the hell I get to working on that, because I'll be remaking a couple jokes for that. Yeah. Hopefully you won't have any, like, bugs, like, if your fucking tablet butt-dialing people randomly. Oh, yeah, it's a Google Pixel phone, yes. So, if you have a Google yeah. Pixel 6, there was a bug that was randomly dialed, that randomly dialed your contacts, so you could just be using your phone, and next thing you know, you'll be calling your dad in Nebraska, saying, yo, um... What's going on here? It's like nothing. My phone just randomly dialed you. And they're like, oh, okay. Hello, David. <laughs> this is your mother just speaking. Why did you call me? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, David. What do I hear breathing? Oh shit. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> David. <laughs> what are you doing? Ah, uh, uh, nothing, just, um, uh, you, you interrupted me during something, uh, me and the wife were, um, no, nothing, don't worry, don't David, are you, we're having, we are expecting grandchildren, don't you fucking do that, you infertile little shit, anyway, something like that, that'd be quite fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine if you're going I'm expecting out. grandkids. <laughs> I'm expecting grandkids to infer little shit. <laughs> Anyways, um... And, unfortunately, this was patched, so now it's not longer an issue, but... My god, that must have been a very annoying bug to have for this phone, and I'm clearly glad that I'm. whenever I do get my hands on this phone, they won't be dealing with a stupid bug. Yeah, um... Yeah, so, like, with that, though, um, I have some people on my contacts list that I don't talk to anymore, and it would just be really fucking strange to get a call in the middle of the night, be like, Hello? Why are you calling me? Is this Frank? I'm taking place. Anyway, I don't know. Something like that. <sighs> that that would be actually terrifying, though. You know, it'd ruin your life again. Mm. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, but this, I mean, was, this was a very annoying bug to have, like we discussed. And just all the possibilities I would have. At least it's... Yeah, at least it's not, like, spyware or something, or at least some people think it is, like, Chinese spyware. Oh, yes, absolutely, because our last topic of the day, folks, is the fact that Biden also signed a law that restricted Huawei and ZTE gear in the United States. And it's because they thought that these companies are making devices that are deemed as a national security threat. And you can see here that the Senate unanimously passed the Secure Equipment Act last month, and the House voted 420 and 
four in favor of legislation earlier in the month. So in other words, everyone practically unanimously agreed with it except for four. Yeah, and those four are probably like they're probably enjoying the other four twenty at the time. Oh, you know, burn. Sorry, I don't know. They're probably really high when they said no. I don't know. Oh, imagine like Anyways. oh my god, I can just imagine it. like that that whole majority of it was all like smoking pot, and they're like, oh. Oh, I want that China. <laughs> anyway, so the FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr said Monday that the actually in May. Wow, I'm weird. So FCC Commissioner okay. Brendan Carr said in May that the FCC had approved more than 3,000 applications from Huawei since 2018. He had that the Secure Equipment Act would help ensure that the insecure gear from companies like Huawei and CT wouldn't find its way into U.S. communication networks. And showing that how, like, Biden has been very similar to Trump and that he's taking a Trump stance against China as a leader in 5G technology. And they don't want to use, they, don't, they fear that, that China can use the survey, you know, for increased surveillance or yeah, they could possibly. Yeah, they could do a lot of shit if if this was in the wrong hands, you know. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> I mean, I, I know there's some. I think China has a little bit of stuff to do with like North Korea as well, and that's also one of the the big no nos. I know, because like, you know, they're not. You know, they're not really like, you know. We're not in the best terms with, you know, North Korea, but also China is a bit of a scary, looming threat, I know. Right. At least a little bit. It's a lot more people in China. Oh, I don't know about the military, though. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, their military is slowly getting a, a, bud, a pretty high budget themselves. It's slowly getting to where the United States is, which could be a pretty scary to think about. That the both the two largest powers right now, which would be the United States and China, both have equal military strength. They could practically wipe out the entire world just by the two of them. Yeah, which that's a scary thought in its own right, you know. Oh yeah, our country still, I believe, currently has the most amount of nukes in stockpile active in the world right now. So we could practically destroy the entire world if we wanted to. It's actually quite depressing, you know, honestly, though, like the bombs from World War Two have gone a long way since since then after, you know, and, and that's after nuclear disarmament and shit, you know, right? Yeah. Isn't that like a thing, you know? Yeah, like, that is a thing. <laughs> so it's like, geez, you know, they're more powerful than they were on like, uh, was it Nagasaki and Hiroshima or Hiroshima? Especially the star bomber. Yeah, that, that thing was ridiculous. Yeah, but the ones nowadays could could like wipe existence as we know it. You know? Yeah. And that's a fucking terrifying that our governments believe the very best thing to do is to have tools that could 
like if if we can't get it our way then we attack and then we get attacked and then our civilian life our livelihoods you know the reason why we exist for like you know everything is gone you know right i hear and it's just within which within the punch of a code you know a few good you know uh what is it uh how do you say um impaired minds that are brainwashed and they believe that this is the best thing and then global thermonuclear war you know Mm. and fuck you know everything is dead you know and we are dust you know and it's kind of scary you know it is and it could all potentially be caused by a couple phones that landed in the United States that were made in China and they got enough information to pull it off yeah and it gave them good reason to at that we literally just turned this article to a conspiracy theory so we're sorry. Oh, well, we- it's not a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's it's you know. It's still this theory. is what will happen. You know, this is what if. You know. Yeah. What could be? It's more. It's. Yeah, people but... can see us as either being as cool as freaking alternate history hub or Vsauce, or they can see it as lame as like Rebecca Black and Friday. Well. I was saying how. Anyways. Yeah, they. I was saying how like they could either see us as cool as like Vsauce or Ultimate History Hub, or they could see it as lame as like Rebecca Black Friday. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, it's kind of scary that these places, you know, the the power within is much more scarier, you know, than any otherworldly threat. I feel. Just because we know what our what the people what our governments are capable of, but we don't know what otherworldly beings are capable of, you know. Oh right, absolutely. What if they're, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, otherworldly beings, if they got here, it's a little scary. But I don't know. I'm just thinking of like other things. I don't want to seem too conspiracy theorist now that you mention it, but I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. It's a scary place, you know? And the fact that certain governments have more power, have the power to delete the entire world from existence, that's scary, you know? Mm-hmm. But, anyways, uh, that is none of my business. I will never, ever be able to change that or affect it in any way. <laughs> right. So, because... I'm just saying that, you know. I was going to say, because... That is all the topics we have for this episode here today. Our comment of the day is that we have none because we don't get any at all, despite us being in episode 17, not 17, 18 at this point. And we'd love if you guys could drop us a comment and just give us some feedback as to how you know, we can improve the show or give us some topics to talk about that you feel would be suited for the show. Anyways, if you like what you see here today, uh, follow us or subscribe to us on YouTube. Also, you know, just do whatever you want to do with, you know, links and stuff as well. 
again, we have a link. To we read. certainly have a Discord. Oh, we yeah. certainly have a Discord. So Absolutely. that's the thing. Yeah, we keep advertising. We advertise like three or five times this episode. It's a link. It's in a link tree that's in the link in the description. I'm Hydro99. Oh, yes. I'm Fluffopaka. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.